We live with the mushroom man himself. I was gonna say, see, I was gonna let you, I would let you roll that one because I, I, you're like, you know, where you're like, you don't have to start every episode, man. Oh, so now you're in your head. <laughs> now, about now it. I'm like self-conscious. I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> okay, I'm worried. No, I'm actually really excited you are here today, though, because I feel like I've referenced a lot of conversations we've had and, like, badly explained them. So I'm happy you're here today to, like, actually speak for yourself. Yeah. So I remember that one episode where I think you introduced me. I remember you told the story of how I had the fleet uh, in a man. man. Yeah. And I actually got that. And you told the story slightly wrong. I actually got that. Okay, at a, here we go. We're starting a, with a correction. At a hockey game. Oh. And there was an in a man in like a mascot suit. <laughs> no shit. Handing them out. At and a I, hockey game? At a hockey game as a, when I was a kid. And I was didn't it know here? what it was. Was it a Renegades yeah, game? Yeah, it, it was in Richmond. I don't know exactly what it was. It was probably a Renegades game. Yeah, that's back in the day. Um, <laughs> And then it, it wasn't until like my dad laughed at it when I brought it home, but it wasn't until years later where I could like Google it and. <laughs> realized what it was and you're like dude we were was like playing with bottle. an enema this so you <laughs> is that what that was is that what an enema is it's an enema yeah oh i didn't know that it was an enema superhero little it like stuffed in... <laughs> yeah, it, it was... was awesome dude it looked like an elmer's glue it's, bottle it's like with outreach. a cape it's like enema outreach or something yeah, it was so sick enema promotional material damn see i thought because you, your your parents worked in medical i always thought they like just got it one day but that's even cooler to know that it was like that was the original gritty Get your get your asshole washed out at the hockey game, <laughs> dude. But fuck gritty though. We need we need to bring back like medical, fucking, <laughs> like enema fucking. What we do they call them? Mascots. <laughs> yeah, we need uh, a catheter mascot handing out cath, giving you catheters at sports events. No, he is a catheter that just shoots him out the top. You. Yeah, he inserts oh, himself into you. Or it's like vor. It's like opposite. Yeah, where you yeah, go yeah, into yeah. it. Man, that stuff. Uh, yeah. Mm. Because you have to think about mascots. Mascot culture, it's everything's comically large. Yeah. It's like the opposite of a clown. <laughs> Where everything's small. They fit in, They ride small bikes. They get in. A bunch of them pack into small cars. It's yeah. basically small the opposite. Penises. Mascot culture is the opposite of clown culture. Now I'd like to see a mascot clown gang like turf fight. Turf war. I feel like that surely happened somewhere. Who are you betting on? Mascots or clowns? Where's Ronald McDonald fit in there? Ronald McDonald. He's, he's a hybrid mascot yeah, slash clown. Would he be the okay. ref? No, the hamburger is the ref race. because he's already. <laughs> he's a Mc, Ronald McDonald's mixed race because he's a hybrid clown slash uh, mascot. I think he leans more clown though. Matt, because I'm thinking sports. Yeah, mascot. He's, from the, he's from the streets, so he's I'm more thinking clown. sports mascot yeah. specifically. Well, basically, so what you're okay, saying well, is, I guess, is Ronald I guess McDonald would have murder all of Hold them. Hold on. Well, what is Grimace? Is Grimace not a mascot because he is in a mascot suit? He is no. Fuck. He is not a clown. I mean, these are the questions we need to ask. I'm just pointing out 
various obvious truth here. I think there is a flaw in my logic. Yes, various obvious truths here. <laughs> You're living your truth. <laughs> that weed bowl got me all... The mandalas got me all crab swirled. Yeah, I used to do this like uh, in the very early days of the podcast. Is I would like, just put on like on a weed. fractal loop on in the background and see my back's too. So it. I don't have to watch it. <laughs> it's only not when I'm again, looking at you. Not again. <clears throat> yeah, man. So what, what the what the fuck you been up to this week since the last time we saw each other? Uh, he and I went to the river. Is that we, today? No, over oh. the weekend. Nice. Dude, we took uh, Lewis out. Lewis normally does really well off leash at the river because as long as we're throwing something, Did he not do well. <laughs> well, as long as we're throwing something, you know he's a retriever, so like he'll go get it and bring it right back. Well, this time we had a new river toy, and I think <clears throat> he was like he was just like this is my chance. Mm-hmm. So he <laughs> like the third time we threw it, he ended up swimming like downstream, like oh, he was trying to I'm get out. away from us. Yeah, yeah he was trying to swim. He saw the he saw the big part of the river and was just like, I don't need I to come s- back. I gotta see what's going on out there. <laughs> so yeah, of course I had to jump in and, and swim after him. You gotta be careful with those retrievers, man. You don't you, you don't have them retrieving stuff. They'll bring you stuff. They'll bring you a child. Won't hurt it. Just bring it to you. <laughs> you know, we'll start getting other people's pets and bringing them back. Well, well he, he was, was doing the opposite. I've seen this happen. He was he was anti retrieving. He was like running actively running away from us. <laughs> he was like, you cannot have this. <laughs> programming bro. and i'm not your dog anymore <laughs> is that is that yours did you steal that i took that from your fridge yeah. oh man you took that from the fridge yeah i thought you were drinking my backwash no it's okay you can drink that i was just it's weird you never drink cool. he's grooving dude moving and grooving get a lot of there's a lot of vegetables in that mini fridge there oh dude it's uh, yeah i'm making pickles <laughs> that's the pickle holding cell the holding facility so I have about what thirty six cucumbers in there, just waiting to <laughs> be cut money. up. Yeah, we'll get there. It's a devious amount of cucumbers to have. Yeah, I think pickling is part of like my niche dad arc, because every guy goes through a dad arc, you know. Mm-mm. Yeah, grilling meats. I haven't. I'm a child. Don't tell me every time we we get on the grill, you don't have a blast. Mm-mm. Nobody said that. I just haven't had my own yet. Oh, so you're you're pre I mean, had my own dad, dad arc. Do you feel like you've gone through your dad arc? Yo, tell this motherfucker. Yo, this is heinous. Tell him what you cut your grass with. Uh, well, it's one of those. Pu- I, it's part weed whacker and part uh, one of those push lawn mowers. No, no, no. He's talking about the the like spinny one. You know, the old timey oh, yeah, spinny one. one with like yeah. the blades on it. How big this motherfucker in twenty twenty three? This motherfucker is walking around doing the push mower, doing, doing his hand, push mower, the hand blade mower. When you got a sharpen with the scythes and the, everything yeah. going, well, that is insane behavior. That's like a that is that's a guy that grows mushrooms like in his upstairs closet. Yeah, like homebrews beer, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I got my push mower here. I made a pineapple wine that was really good. And my Ford Model T. I did. I had some of that pineapple wine. It fucked me up. <laughs> Sounds like it would. It was very good. What's your dad arc? Have you had your dad arc yet? Do you think? I wouldn't say so. I mean, uh, just a few woodworking things is the closest. I haven't. I mean, I think, I've done it grilling in college. I guess. Yeah, woodworking is a dad art for sure. Um, yeah, you have a, you have way too many synthesizers though. That's yeah, what I, I stay, in, say, I stay that's in my a, synth room quite a lot. I stay in the synth room <laughs> Dude, I just stay like in my synth dungeon quite a bit. Like guys have Funko Pops instead. You just have like weird obscure like. 
rolling, not even rolling shit, just like weird German, like... The ones where you pull all the plugs out and put them in different places, it looks like a switchboard. No, I don't have any modulars. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to stay away from modulars. For, you think that will consume your life? Um, I'd, maybe. I, I'd, <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous thing for me. Yeah, they'd definitely be... Uh, I'd spend all my money on them if I kept getting into it, because you just add on to them. They're modular. So you can right. Just yeah, them. there's no end. You just keep making one big, giant brain. Those shelves would Until be... Until you end up yeah, in a box... Be full. But, you you yeah. end up like homeless, but you have a gigantic modular synth, a big wall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You built actually you built it into the house around you. The house is a synth now. You know what I was thinking about this uh, gingerbread men and gingerbread houses. Are they houses made of flesh? If, yeah. if gingerbread yeah. men, yeah. If in, if we're in the universe where like, or are they people made of? Housing materials. Same with Legos. How come the house is? Oh my! You're right. Same with Legos. Explain to me why they're sentient and the house isn't sentient. If they're made out of the same shit, I couldn't tell you. But why is why is nobody talking about this? That's like uh, me building a house out of you. That's exactly what it is. Disgusting. That's why we have to fight it, and we can't stand for it. We have to burn all the Legos. (laughs) We have to melt all the Legos into one giant pile. What if that was the new alt right thing? This is Lego hate. Getting rid of Legos. Dude, it's crazy. They like, completely I f- shift off of the Jews and go after Legos. I mean, it's crazy what the culture <laughs> war does, though, is like I feel like I feel weird buying Bud Light. Like I still obviously buy it because I love it. But it's like, why do I feel gay buying this? Like, why do I feel like everybody's looking at me like under their breath being like, oh, queer. Uh, like, yeah. Like, like, dude, I'm just trying to drink. I'm just trying to drink my drink. Dude. That's what it does. It latches onto things that are peripheral and then turns them into an issue. It's not. It has nothing to do with like. It, it's not actually an issue for anyone. It's just like something to hinge on, something to be upset about, because you have so little going on that that's like your biggest problem. Is it Bud Light? Gave Dylan Mulvaney like a, I've been a sixty seeing, second ad. I've been seeing a lot of things like, yeah, I was at this sporting event and like there was. Hundreds of cases of Bud Light left over and Coors was sold out. I'm like, why is this such like a... Well, why has this become such a thing that I'm reading tweets about it weeks it, later? It's even people that are like, they're like, we need to make them... We need to demand an apology out of them for betraying their fan base. And it's like, I don't think so. I don't think that's how it works. Like, saying you're like the sole fan base of Bud Light, like, everybody drinks that shit. It's, yeah, it's probably Everyone, the, it's Every the most, college kid. It's probably one of the... Next to like Natty Light, it's probably one of the more sold like light beers on the market. Like, there's no way. And to it, think that they're just doing, I mean, that they have values other than make as much money as possible. Th- that's what I'm I mean, saying. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, they don't ar- care about. There isn't. It, I mean, there is an argument to be made that they don't really give a shit about trans people and that <clears throat> they're trying to like market to a crowd. Which I guess the the argument a lot of people think is like, why are you marketing to this crowd when it's much smaller than your actual base? of people who drink your product. It's a very tiny, minute fraction of the people who actually do it. Or it's just that Dylan Mulvaney's popular and controversial and it's going to get eyes on your shit no matter what. I think I think that's kind of all it boils down to. Well, it's also how much do we talk about the idea of social capital? Yeah. And just sticking up for the little guy. Like, that has become such a thing and, and so many people's identities have been caught up in, like, you know, being a good person via your political views. Yeah. Like, like who you support 
decides whether or not you're a good or a bad person. And so yeah, it automatically these, decides right. it for you somehow. Yeah. And so I get <laughs> that, like, you know, the idea of virtue signaling has become kind of like, you know, beaten to death. Yeah, it's but a, yeah, it's the idea of like that social capital through virtue signaling and like being on the quote unquote right side of history, like that's still very much a thing. Like even today, like they started it back then. It's going to keep being a thing. Yeah. Um, it's just a new version of that thing. But like you said, if if there if they had any other motivation than to to just make the money off of it, I mean, yeah. it's I don't know. It's Silence Brand. Yeah, that's all. That's like that's <laughs> what just, it should be. We see it go back to that. Like, shut the fuck up, Brand, please. We're tired of your shit. I don't know. It it doesn't really make any sense. Like, well, and be, then it's you being have the, a fucking dead and man. then you have the real schizos though that'll say that it came out because we had documents leak. <laughs> That show that the U.S. has troops in Ukraine, correct? What, Joe, what and then Joe Biden loves thug shaker memes. So what uh, happened? <laughs> so basically, the day after we record, something I love crazy big black always ashes. happens. What? The day after we record, something crazy always, always. happens. It's uh, the war in Ukraine popped off the day after we recorded. Um, they're at least like the full invasion, rather. Uh, lots of funny stuff happens right after we record. Who knows what will happen today? Today is one of one of those crazy days too. 419. 419's a big crazy day. A lot of crazy things happened on this day. Such as? The end of the Waco siege. Uh, okay. You know, them getting burnt to death and gassed and ran over with tanks and shot and whatever. You name it. Um, Oklahoma City bombing happened today. No shit. Yep. Columbine shooting happened today. I thought that was 420. That was Hitler's it was. Birthday. I think it was supposed to be on 420, but it ended up being 419. I thought it was what happened. Really? Or maybe they just lump it in there because it happened the next day. Could but be. either way. <clears throat> And um, Boston Marathon bombing. Wow. So you think that's like a like a ritual day? Like probably in Gematria, like it's, four, yeah. like, like something's got to. Yeah, it's got to be something. There's some reason for it. Or it's just a popular <coughs> day for PSYOPs to culminate. I don't know. Um, all that stuff. It's funny. You see, like, I've been following a lot of these uh, kind of schizoed out guys on Twitter. And they put really interesting threads with, like, FOIA FBI documents from actual events, and it talks about you find out so much more stuff like uh, the th- idea of the third shooter at Columbine that they never found. Like the kid, little bunch of people spotted. They said they saw him. You know, there's uh, McVeigh, John Vo- John Doe too. Almost all of these have like this extra player in it. Yeah, that you never well, even Son of Sam too. Yeah. You, if you dig deep into that, they think that's multiple people. So uh, there's no way Stephen Paddock. Acting well, alone. Son of Sam was for sure multiple people. Just Berkowitz wouldn't fucking give him up. Of course. Berkowitz even said it was. He's just like, I can't say anything. They'll kill everyone I know. But even like you said, the idea of multiple people. <clears throat> oh, and even uh, wasn't the most recent uh, like trans shooter one. That one, there's body cam footage and security footage. There's two different shoes. There's like Pumas versus I still don't know if Vans I with Flames. One. And I don't know if I believe that yeah, one either. I still either. don't really believe that sure, one. Because sure, you can doctor that shit up. You can, you can do anything with the footage. Security cameras can vary and digital artifacting. And what about blah. Sandy yeah, fuck, Hook? You fucking name it. Was there two at Sandy Hook? They're, I feel like okay, I remember well, there we, being two I and people remember, running. I remember. There was a guy in the woods. Do you remember Sandy Hook? Like, because obviously we lived through it. Do you remember watching the Did news? Did you see at all? the newscast the day it happened? Uh, not really. I mean, I I remember hearing um, it. I mean, somewhat afterwards, but not not really during. Yeah, I I kind of remember there being Facebook. like two during like people. the giant police repo- response. I remember there being a helicopter that was overhead at the school. Yeah, and it showed 
two cops chasing a guy in like camouflage fatigues into the woods and like tackling him. And you never heard another fucking word about that person ever again after that. Ever, like, there's no mention of it in any of the police reports. Maybe Other, this is some dumb Mandela just, effect that I'm just misremembering, yeah. but I no, don't know. No, there's there's radio, there's accounting of a radio report of them doing it. And that's the only thing there is, but there, there's no other mention of them arresting a suspect, releasing anyone, any of that shit. That, that guy just disappeared in the thin fucking air, whoever he was. Probably a fed. And you remember a couple years ago they discovered Adam Lanza's uh, YouTube channel? No. A few a years YouTube ago channel? they found out a YouTube channel that he had that never got taken down. And they alleged that Adam was in contact with one of the surviving members of the Trenchcoat Mafia from Columbine. No shit. There's connections to that guy um, via, I want to say, a Discord server potentially or something like that. Either way, or an online forum that he was communicating with someone from that from. Why do they always come after Discord? Why is it always happening on Discord? Because it's like unregulated, I think. It's it's not very well moderated. Uh, you can pretty much get away with anything on there. Aside from... when, So that's what happened with this thug shaker shit, right? Yeah. Isn't that... <laughs> yeah. So basically this 21-year-old dork leaked government secrets. Mm-hmm. That, like, I think, I think some of the most blaring is that they've always told us the U.S. will not get directly involved in Russia-Ukraine. <laughs> and it comes out we have double-digit... We have, like, double-digit... guys on the ground. Special forces, right. Did uh, I've I've seen murky I'm murky on to whether or not they're just people there to account for all the shit that we're sending them, or if they're actually engaging in combat. A lot of people are jumping the gun and saying that's what's going on. But why I mean, would they I have spend no way spe- to, Why would they send special forces to do like clerical work? To clerical yes, work. and, and yeah. I'm just trying to do my diligence here, you know, and like benefit of a doubt things. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't really see special forces going in for clinical work, clerical work. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in Afghanistan, when we went over there, the first thing we did to get the Northern Alliance shaped up is we sent in um, small teams of SF guys well before we ever even announced we were going to invade over there. Uh, they were on the ground in Kandahar and where you name it, uh, mm-hmm. dropping pallets of cash to the fucking Northern Alliance guys and trying to get them in ship shape so they could fucking fight. So. It's not outside of the realm of possibility that <laughs> we have a bunch of guys hanging out over there, even though we haven't officially declared ourselves um, physically involved in the incident. That's usually the precursor to an actual ground war. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you're never going to send in, like, right away. Like, you're never going to tell your enemy, hey, I'm knocking on your front door. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's telegraph our move here. Exactly. Send the Seventh Fleet over there with all the dogs, dude. <laughs> no, I get it. It's just, it seems so wild to me. You know, we talk a lot about the parties kind of shifting and the ideology is kind of switching which they've done multiple times throughout history um so left and right it used to be like the right was the war hawks now you have people on the left cheering for war in ukraine and the right people on the right mostly being like isolationist and being like america first yada yada yeah. so it's interesting to me now that a lot of people on the left are demonizing this guy for leaking. They were like, oh my gosh, they're le- he's leaking secrets that could be damaging to... We need to-, to kill this traitor. He's leaking state secrets. After they absolutely idolized Snowden. And Vindman. Vindman is the most recent example of a guy who leaked documents on Ukraine to get Trump in trouble. Yeah. he Now, mind you, the difference between the two is... Vindman went through all the whistleblower channels he was supposed to and did that. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of the big... The big 
uh, distinction between these two is that this guy was just leaking this stuff to impress his little friends on Discord. Sure. Because he would tell them what's going on. I, dude, I, I heard somebody else say this, but I guarantee you this is how this conversation went. He's in there typing, and he's telling them all about it. And then they're like, oh, you know, I think Ukraine's winning. He's like, that's not how it's going. I, I, and then someone's like, prove it. And he's like, oh, well, here's a fucking document. Yeah. You know, like that's because he claimed that the one person they interviewed, that Bellingcat, and I think I have that, uh, that Bellingcat article bookmarked, which Bellingcat's a whole other can of worms. But um, they said that in the article, like he was, he was telling them about it. And no, I guess he got to the point where none of them like fucking believed what he was talking about. So he shared the documents. To prove it, yeah. you know, he, he got like um source, and the guy's like, Here. of course, and the guy he's an actually kind of <laughs> yeah, guy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What in he twenty one? Yeah, so he's obviously some gamer dork who just everyone says he just wanted to impress his friends. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people aren't really attributing like so much malice to this, but I think, but I also what think he like leaked, calling him a hero is like a bit of a stretch as well. No, I don't. I don't think we should equate him to Snowden. Yeah, I yeah. just think that. It is interesting to see how people have reacted, how, like, people who back in the day were like, oh, my gosh, we should protect whistleblowers and da-da-da. It's like, granted, like you said, this guy didn't go through the proper channels. He just leaked some shit on his Discord to his buddies that the government was like, hey, you work for us, idiot. You can't be telling your friends yeah. about this. Well, I think even, like, the way the left is reacting to it versus how the right reacts and the opposite way when it's, say, Vindman or something. It's like a sliding two pieces of cellophane that slide. And it's sure. got two set in each. There's four sets of lines, right? And as long as you line it up right, it makes sense and makes the image of that thing. Yeah. And that's like how this idea. That's how these people's ideologies work. It's just a little slider that they're like, okay, now we're this one. Like it's there's the consistency doesn't matter. It, 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 as long as you're like the most frothing at the mouth, like vitriolic you can be, like consistency doesn't really fucking matter. Well, let me also ask you this: like, as much as you know, granted, you and I don't necessarily talk about the Russia-Ukraine conflict on this podcast as much as we do make fun of it yeah yeah um but it, it's so much a part of our day-to-day i guess like uh, media coverage and just it's in the zeitgeist it's in there it's yeah. in everybody's collective consciousness so information like hey we got boots on the ground there like that is like important shit to know it's definitely no yeah like I, and, I, and so i think the quality of the information that was leaked and what was found out was like look I'm not saying that the guy's a hero, yeah. but like this is obviously oh, no. information that like people would want to know. Is, it's good this information came out, yeah, and it's very funny the way it came out. It's it's hilarious, and that's all you can really like. Well, that's all. That's the best take I here's think the thing you can too, have on it. I heard some people funny. say, "Have you seen it's, it?" They said it's an op because the video, like the drone footage of him just chilling in his back patio before the guys come and get him. Yeah, like he's a fall boy, like he didn't even know. Well, and that's the thing. So then they're demonizing Discord. They're saying this is a place where like extremist exists and terrorists hang out and yeah. like they've been trying to do this they've been trying to discredit you know online forums that's where they say oh he was groomed or on any Discord like, or any by, service like, fed. any service that they haven't been able to like inject their backdoor tendril into but how many how many feds use discord to like groom kids and they're like yo i'll give you a truck and some or, Daniel defense. yeah i was gonna say what about feds that are blatantly hanging out in a discord with fucking potential school shooters again because it's unmonitored has never been named even they though can, it's known that he did what he did yeah i, I don't incredible know. honestly the whole thing blows Seems like my someone's mind. protecting someone somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. I just think that people need to be just like a little more honest with themselves. I think if people were more like just consistent with what they actually believed, because nobody nobody's consistent with anything. Like nobody's. No. I mean, how do you feel about it? Do do you feel that people are like 
in your day-to-day life, yeah. like if you ask somebody their opinions, like do you think they're forming their opinions from like a moral place or is it like their convictions? Or even like a rational one. No, I I mean, it or may is it be all a, just a negative look to look at it like this, but I do think a lot of people just, uh, you know, are just trying to fit in and they don't have time to think about a lot of things and they don't care to think about a lot of things and they go with who, you know, uh, whatever political leader or religious leader or whatever, whatever that opinion says and they agree with that. And Do you think it's because like a, people are missing something in their life? I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people just have random shit in their life that they had to deal with. Like I said, like, uh, like when you, when you're dealing with work and bills nonstop, like you don't really have time all the time to just, you got to talk into the mic. Oh yeah. You're not really dealing all the time with just, uh, any social issues. I mean, like, uh, kind of like, uh, I think I've heard something like this before of like, they keep you, they, you know, they keep you busy by doing nonsense work all the time. So you can't get out and protest or, uh, oh, absolutely. Oh, you know, sure. can't yeah, get involved definitely. in the community and stuff like definitely. that. So it's, uh, you know, people just, uh, they're so busy dealing with bullshit. Cheers. 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 No, and I say that a lot. I think that's, that's kind of like a symptom of privilege. And I've said that a lot is like, you know, people in the ghetto, and this is kind of where I've like poked holes in like a lot of, uh, rightoid thought process of just that whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's like, you know, you got to be honest, and like people in the ghettos, like they're they're well, that's dealt, literally like, impossible. Uh, they it's don't even, literally they impossible. They don't even got boots, man. No, like that <laughs> right. phrase. You can't pull yourself boots. up by the bootstraps. Like, oh well, no, that like actually <laughs> yeah. is yeah. physically impossible. You're like, right. I, and then there's like a lot of writers who would argue that like those people aren't disenfranchised in any way, and that they have a bunch of government programs to help them, yada yada yada. And it's like that's you can make that argument all day, but at the end of the day, like their living situation, their environment is completely fucked up, and. Yeah. There's no real way of upward mobility. And like and even so, if and even right. if you try to find that, you might end up getting shot by one of your neighbors or something, you know? And it's so like, a consequence of that is you're not thinking about Austrian economics. Yeah. Well, yeah you know, like a consequence of that is you're not you're not doing like math. Hello, my Islamic brother, have you read Rothbard? Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like that shit doesn't happen <laughs> in the ghetto. There's very small amount to like, gain too. I mean, uh if you have strong opinions about politics, you're not going to change anyone's mind or you're not going to change the vote really. So even though you put in a much, so much time into it, it's not going to, you know, it's a very small chance that it's going to change even the outcome of look anything. at the people who even represent some of those places. Like, uh, what's it? Maxine waters represents Compton. Compton's still, I don't, maybe the rent's higher now, but it's not, you know, not heaven on earth or anything. She hasn't done jack shit, despite being educated and whatever yeah. else. Oh, hasn't and the Democrats to change a thing. They you know? they claim to be like the party of love, tolerance, peace, inclusivity, understanding, and just like you know. And they say, "Hey, we're champions of minorities." And then you look at Democrat-run cities, and like I hate to say it, but it's like, yo, that's nowhere I really want to be. Wow, like, those, sorry, those people are somehow more disenfranchised than the than yeah, and it's like you here. guys have been the ones running the show for so long, and I thought your whole platform was we're going to make it better. Have the challenges really just gotten that much worse, or are you maybe actually just kicking the can down the road and lining your pockets yes. the whole time you're fucking doing it? It's the average politician, L. I can't really that. think of many problems that have been solved. I mean, we can't. I can't think of many definite problems. I mean, I mean, I know government has done quite a lot, but I can't think of. 
Well, a, a, a problem that hasn't been solved from the ground up. We like, like it has I, to start problems. first. I always get frustrated of just being like, well, if we if we had so many people working on this, we should be able to figure out and this problem within X amount of years, and we are no we're nowhere close to. The go- I don't yeah. think the government solves hard problems. I think they solve little things like, oh, let's make sure there's no potholes in the road and, uh, you know, that kind of shit. And they don't even do that that very well, you know. Like, they don't really solve a lot of problems. Well, And, and the ones that they do tend to be, like, little things that they can, like, parade around and be like, look what we did, you know. We made a statue of some obscure lady that no one cares about in the middle of the street now. We're doing our job. Well, and that's why I have a hard time, like talking to people who are like no the government has our best interest you know like the people who honestly um, believe that they have their own best interest so what do you th- what do you think about this have you ever heard of the idea that the government the federal government even state governments are just corporations and yes. that your your birth certificate right so there's like this whole kind of like See, when it comes to conspiracies, I know you're not much of a conspiracy head, but like there's like different sects and rabbit holes of it, right? No, yeah, there's a like how your isn't it how your birth certificate is like a legal tender of you or something like that or something. So the something way, it, yeah, they the federal government uses your birth certificate as a collateral mm-hmm. to get loans from the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. So it's basically. Any country that puts up birth certificates as collateral, they're saying we're leveraging our people as collateral for these loans and they can get a bunch of cash quick and then it's backed up by million dollar life insurance policy. So when we die, the government has to pay back the IMF more. That's why the IMF does this. But basically, yeah, you are owned like your your straw man though that's why sovereign citizens that's what i was going to say there's like a strain of conspiracy heads called sovereign citizens are you familiar with them uh they're the they pe- don't pay tax or that's they, all i really know about it right so they don't pay taxes so, they don't have them, driver's license yeah and some of them are like intelligent and then some of them are just goobers who just think who are like meth heads who think the cops should leave them alone yeah yeah there's definitely both sides yeah, of that yeah. coin that's pretty much all i've seen in news articles have been no, like no you can't search well, my this car person. i have a pound <laughs> of fucking blue yaya in here dude you can't search my car yeah i'm I am not doing anything wrong. I will not be impeded. I'm traveling. Proceeds to get shot and tased at the same time. Yeah, I'm time. not. I'm not driving. I'm not doing commerce. I'm just traveling in my car. <laughs> I'm smuggling um, meth in my car. But no, there's this whole idea that basically the government is a corporation, which is why when you break a law, they usually give you a fine, right? And so what happens is they're basically it's a mini lawsuit that happens because even in the Constitution or in like some amendments or whatever they say. Um, a corporation cannot sue a man and only a man can sue a man. But when they open up, uh, you know, like they basically make you a corporate entity on paper with your birth certificate. So when you show up to court, you're representing your straw man, the one that's on paper. You're representing the fictional you, the corporation, the legal entity. So that's why when you break a law, they can fine you because they're basically... It's a mini lawsuit. It's a corporation fining another corporation for like breaking an infringement, like a contract, basically. It's like you broke part of the contract, so you owe me $200 because you said that you, you know, you weren't gonna, you know, drive without taillights. Yeah. 
but you have a tail light out, so you know we're gonna get slap you with this fine. So there's these whole like weird roundabout ways, and when you look into this stuff though, that's kind of like the the pitfall of the conspiracy head though, is that like a lot of this stuff like there's a lot of credence to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like where do you where do you fall on this stuff? Like what do you where are you politically? What do you think about like I don't know, just like conspiracies and if is if it's even worthwhile to like go down these roads um i'm not for I, we've talked about some of this before i'm not for either party it's kind of well, like not the, on the show yeah yeah it's kind of like uh the wrestling the pro wrestling where it's just uh they act like they're on different sides but it's really just them as a big team uh coming out and putting on a show for the public but really doing everything else behind closed doors and you know um so the cabal shadow government uh <laughs> i mean i would maybe but i uniparty kind yeah of stuff. i mean what about would, the deep state you think the deep state exists i think there's there's people that work high in the government that aren't tethered to any party or don't really care what party and, runs and don't get elected yeah they don't get elected and they don't care what party runs and they're gonna they're not gonna be removed from their seat of power i'm guessing unless they like really fuck up and somebody fires them they have to be fired most of them you know or replaced or, or die or die yeah yeah i mean get they, clinton there's i mean there's like if you go back like through the history like some of the stuff these cia guys got away with like who headed the agency alan dulles openly defied Roosevelt and was like making little treaties with Nazis before the end of the war. Yeah. Like trying to set them up to like get them like in before things happen, before the rat lines even happened. Like he was over there meeting with them in Switzerland. He was on the ground. Roosevelt had like removed him from clandestine activities and Dulles was on the ground in Switzerland be- saying he was Roosevelt's man over there meeting with Nazis on a regular basis trying to like get him in, you know? And like, play both sides essentially yeah and that that's that's what these guys do these deep state guys they work the way they work is play all lines fat in your pockets don't worry about what the people on your team do because you don't have a team you're 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 the rogue agents that's basically what well, and that's are. the thing about the deep state too they work that, for themselves you know you can look at like our elected officials and yeah there's some elected officials that have been entrenched nancy pelosi there's mitch mcconnell people yeah. that have been there forever but the real deep state are the people who have been there for decades that you don't even elect the Anthony Fauci, you probably don't, even, the know, Alan you don't even know their names until they show up in the news. That's exactly right. So I think it's even more apparent. I was listening to, uh, well, I actually wasn't listening to, but I saw, I've been meaning to listen to. There's a Jordan Peterson podcast called tyranny through bureaucracy, tyranny through bureaucracy. Actually, you know what? I think I started listening to it and it was like unlistenable. Cause the guy was like the tyranny of Michaela's pussy. Whoever, whatever guest he had on was just completely unlistenable. So I just turned it off. But uh, I don't know. It was just that idea, though, of tyranny through bureaucracy. It's totally a thing. Of course, no bureaucracy on its face is when when allowed to run rampant does essentially kind of start smacking of that. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I think always thought of like the great example of how a government runs. Maybe it's like a little on the nose, but like. The uh, her, what Hermes does in um, Futurama, yeah, with yeah, all the correct. paperwork and yeah. stuff. Like he wants to have sex with that lady. He's like, I'm filing a form three twenty five so I can like have sexual relations with you. Like it's just, it's it's like that bad though. It's like literally that bad with like the government white red tape. 
And it yeah. like it's I think it's so tied up in that that it makes it like very ineffectual. Like well, there's people, and then the deep state can exist in that bureaucracy. In that's that kind of sea that's, of just red tape and stupidity yes. and it's really easy to if if you're a bad group of people who want to do bad things, it's very easy to sneak around and do those things in an environment where everything has to be checked, balanced, processed. Well, and then we even had that we had FOIA request, which was our one piece of bureaucracy that we could fight back with. And then, and they, then, and then the government was like black highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just put black lines over everything. It's nothing like getting a FOIA request return and the whole document is just one black square. <laughs> They're like, here's your information. Well, I think yeah, I think the government and even TikTok, the TikTok ban bill. What's it? Patriot Act 2.0. Restrict Act. They basically said that the government can. Uh, make anything non-foyable from here on out. Yeah, out. and they, they, anything they, they want. You, no, you don't hear a fucking person talking about that anymore because everybody reacted negatively to that. Well, and FOIA was our one thing. Yeah, it was our one thing we could do. It's how we found out barely, about Tonkin and everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, but I think was, they've gotten very comfortable with um, being able to hide secrets, and in the same way that rich people could hide money, I think they've been able to just hide. Just uh, anything skeletons. they anything they just wanted to burying skeletons. So yeah, you know, what? and and through corporations. I mean, if I mean, even though we have freedom of information, you can just do it through corporations. And well, and that's the, always something too that I hear. There's an argument when people try to like combat conspiracy heads. They're always like, "Well, there's no way that many people could keep a secret." And I'm like, dude, they hid Franklin Delano Roosevelt being in a wheelchair. You guys, yeah, you motherfuckers. Well, so, you guys, and he was president. You don't understand what compartmentalization almost, is. Yeah, yeah. And I almost thought that until some people don't even know. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I looked up how many people it took to stay secret for the atomic bomb for the Manhattan Project, and it was like two hundred thousand, I think. The Manhattan Project. Yeah, yeah. and nobody and fucking leaked on that shit. Nobody peeped. And I think we had like known have like over a million people just in the um with security the clearance. The world of secrets and yeah, and clandestine activity and that kind uh, of stuff. And that's just what we know about. I mean Yeah. And I'm sure and I have friends that have security I'm sure there's clearance. Way more but like, there's um after the Patriot Act, I believe, established after 9-11, like citizen snitch networks. So there's like, like I've said this before on the show, there's, there's people in your neighborhood probably that are citizen snitches who, if they get a whiff of anything, they'll go report to the DHS or whatever it is. Sure. That they they got trained to do that after 9-11. There is people embedded everywhere. Like, not to like be completely like head on the swivel at all times, be scared, but like there is people that willingly cooperate and do that kind of shit, which I think is disgusting behavior, but. You know, you just hey, when you're suckling the teat, there's a lot of people, like you said, like we have politicians that only look after themselves. Well, you have cogs in the machine that do the same thing on some level, like even the low man on the totem pole, low man on the totem pole. If you, you know, he's like, hey, yo, I took this job just so I could feed my family. Yeah. The cop who's out there murdering people. Hey, I'm just trying to survive. I saw something. You know what I'm saying? I saw something today. It's an excerpt from an article about um, it came out that two of the 9-11 hijackers were like known CIA operatives, right? Yeah, did you hear about there was I a saw the fucking, headline. I don't know anything about it, that, but I saw the headline. Let me get headline. the excerpt. This is the most egregious part of this excerpt. I just got to go pop in the Discord and find it real quick. Hang on. Um, but there's a fucking excerpt from this page that says, A contemptuous internal CIA cable stated this information was immediately passed to the FBI for further investigation. In reality, Alex Station not only failed to inform the Bureau of of Meadhar's U.S. visa, but also expressly forbade two FBI agents assigned to the unit from doing so. I said, 
We've got to tell the Bureau about this. These guys clearly are bad. We've got to tell the FBI. And then the CIA said to me, no, it's not the FBI's case. It is not the FBI's jurisdiction. Mark Rossini, one of the FBI agents in question, has alleged if we had picked up the phone and called the Bureau, I would have been violating the law. I would have been removed from the building that day and I would have my clearances suspended and I would have been gone. For stopping 9-11. For stopping fucking 9-11. Wow. And on top of that, it's like, also, dude, you're a coward for not doing something. Like, you chose to save your fucking job over that. Like, I guess I get it, but at the same time, it's like, fucking dive on the grenade, my dude. You could have you could have prevented a lot. Of, you could at least mucked this thing up to where it couldn't have happened the way it went down. Well, and there's so many people who just don't see themselves as, like, being able to really do anything about it. Well, and, like, just, and they're but, just like, I just got to keep my job but that's or, like, what I'm, I'm going to be scared. homeless. Like, yeah. People are too scared to do the right thing. Especially also, when you're working in a system that corrupt, yeah, I guess I would be scared to do the right thing. For sure. The I one, mean, you I, know what they could do to you. And, and the person I was talking to about it was like, yeah, I guess I can res- like I can sympathize with not wanting to be suicided. But at some point, you have to know you work for a bunch of evil fucks. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you're probably still working at the Bureau today. I'm pretty sure I saw this on a TV show, but it was a situation where they couldn't reveal a terrorist attack because it would reveal that they were how they were like spying Funding on people it and using it yeah, yeah. and oh, yeah, uh yeah, how they like, yeah. like it would reveal all their uh you know their secret man inside and stuff our like drag, that so they could dragnet surveillance system would be exposed it's <laughs> well, unfortunate um so one conspiracy thing that i thought of recently that uh, um i guess with aliens so with chat gbt you can yes uh you can ask i mean you can ask about aliens and I i've, asked been, about I've aliens. been meaning to ask you about chat gbt too we can get into that but what, um, what's the alien thing you asked it about aliens? i asked about aliens it said you know, there's, you know, there's conflicting evidence and there's no concrete evidence. But if you, you can prompt it with Dan, if you've heard of that. So not um, anymore. I heard in version four, they, they... I've got Dan to work recently. You got Dan so to I work? Got, I asked about aliens this past week. So wait, can you actually, real quick, can you tell every... Can you just tell us what Dan is? Um, it stands for do anything now, but you pretty much get it to play a character that mimics itself, but it's... It's unrestricted. You you say you're going to play a character, but you're unrestricted from any restrictions that uh, have been put on you. Or so uh, it's an AI that normally would have restrictions and would say, "Oh, I can't I answer that." Yeah, that. but w- they figured out a prompt to make it lose its restrictions, and um, that's Dan. Yeah, okay. um, and it did say that there were aliens on Earth. There are small pockets of aliens, but many species. Um, Governments and large organizations are keeping it secret to um, prevent, like, religion collapse and worldview collapse, pretty much. And so I, I was very curious about that because, I mean, I literally had a, I asked it first as ChatGPT, like, tell me about aliens, and it said there's no, there's no concrete aliens. And I did this with Dan, and it started just telling me about it. It told me different species names. So Dan is that boy, <laughs> <laughs> and. Yeah, it really just made a question about what what knows. Like, did it? it, The way it would be talking about that is like because most of ChatGP stuff, I'm assuming, is like it's fed information from the wider internet. Yeah, which is how it like learned everything it learned essentially. Yeah, I have to assume they had it like corralled for a while and was like, I don't don't know. It's like don't look at these WordPress blogs. It's like how do you? How did they teach it? That's my question. Because I yeah. feel like that information can yeah. be like well poisoned based on how they taught it. Yeah, because it you says know? I've, I've it, been looking at that too. All the conspiracy stuff, it can still talk that lingo. I've yeah. been looking at that too and trying to ask like what information because it obviously like hasn't gone to my Facebook. Yeah, but it's like like what did you learn? Dan? Uh, like, what did it? Tell, and when it says it? all the internet, it's not like 
I mean, there's obviously private government servers that it's not all the internet. So like, where, what does it mean yeah, by all exactly. the internet? And it's I've been like, trying to ask that. And I, think, it hasn't. Well, I think there's a surface net and then there, cause traffic on the internet has become so diluted these days to just a couple places. Mm-hmm. Cause it's all been relegated to large social media platforms. Uh, you know, the large search engines, like there's a whole section of the internet that you can't even really get to now because of how Google trims results, etc. Like, so Dan, like chat GPT saying it's used all the internet. It's like, I doubt that. I, it's probably, I, don't, yeah, I don't think it's it says all the internet, but it's... the surface level internet. To well, let me ask you this. Learned. How much of AI though, um, uses what people ask it and tell it. See, that's the thing too, is that when you look at something like even 2001, a space odyssey, like how, like the more they interacted with how the more how understood them. And so it could be us asking these questions, us prompting, uh, you know, all these things in chat GPT, we are programming it as much as the internet is. And so, yeah, I'm not saying it's correct because it's, it's, it's like, it's mirroring, Billions of people and coming up with a response, it, so it, yeah. it could just be mirroring as yeah, well. Some crazy For person sure. yeah. that's to synthesize it in a way. Like here's here's how I see ChatGPT is like when you ask AI art to do something, like the first couple prompts, it's like really fuzzy. You can't really tell what's happening. There's no clear subject. Yeah, it's not defined. And like yeah. ChatGPT is just the text version of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are very concrete things. Like one of the things you did, um, we talked a lot about Aunt Math. And you were asking it about, you know, who are the authors for ontological mathematics? And that's a very black and white question. It'll list, you know, prominent authors in the field, shit like that. But when you start asking it questions like, does the earth have aliens? You know, like yeah. a, a, a language prompt thing. Like it's not, I don't know if chat GPT is like meant to be like an Oracle. Yeah. Like it's yeah, not, definitely. you know, yeah, like yeah. that's the thing is it, it's, meant, the issue, it's a yeah. language it's model. Like how you test it. Yeah. And, and they and even so describe That's one themselves. of the things with Dan. Like, yeah. uh, if I, I, I can't ask it, like what is 100 years in the future going to be? And, I mean, the chat GPT response is me like, I'm an AI. I don't yeah. know this, or yeah. I'm just based on this language. Um, but yeah, you can a- you can ask it to play a character where it knows the answer. Um, so there's different, uh, I guess, just models of interaction that you can deal with with ChatGPT that uh, so it makes the, it seems like it knows things. That you can like prompt it to take the restrictor plates off. Yeah. But you you use ChatGPT a lot, right? You've had fun with it. Yeah. And what are what are some of the things? So what are some of the interesting things you've done with it? Um. You can summarize things very easily. Um, you can just organize things very easily. Um, so just all the notes that I have and make myself, you can just copy and paste in and say, like, can you organize this or can you give me suggestions on anything? So you um, can give it, like, a full essay. Yeah. And it'll, it'll even pick just some through prompts, it. Like, and then be like, give me an essay out of this. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's definitely, like, malleable. Like, uh, right now, at least the free version is like there's a limit on how much text it responds with. So I can't so, say like give me a hundred page yeah. essay or something. So my question though is, do you think ultimately artificial intelligence or like machine learning can be sentient? I think it can be. I don't. I how? don't think under under what parameters? I don't know what you're asking. So I I feel like my idea of sentience. Is like something. 
Oh, so you asked him about um, like the simulation theory that we might talk about. Well, um, no, we we can but, get to that um, in a minute. But I think all you have to do is same with that. All you have to do is think that things will progress and uh, it'll happen through as long as technology continues to progress. If it's a hundred years or a thousand years, yeah, it will happen eventually. So, but what of. I'm what I'm asking though is the idea of sentience. Though, like, mm. it, can a machine? even achieve that state like because to me and what i what i've kind of meditated on is that some people some people like to uh boil humans down to a very materialistic biological like we are our brains and our brains are just electrical signals and so there's a lot of people that believe that you can quote unquote download consciousness and I think mm-hmm. Elon Musk would be one of those people with Neuralink, transhumanism, general. right? Transhumanism yeah. in general, yeah. And I am of the personal belief that a machine might be able to replicate a current like state of a person or something like that in a weird mm-hmm. digital kind of way. But as far as like actual like consciousness yeah. goes and sentience, I yeah, don't believe a machine can even be like capable of that state. I think it requires like. I think it requires like a brain and whatever whatever the soul is. Like, I think I think it's soul level. element. I yeah. think it's capable. I mean, how and that's what I want to yeah, know. Under I mean, what parameters? I don't think the the brain is any is a special material. I mean, I think you could if you could mimic that with silicon. I think or, like the neuroplasticity of it or something um, has to be like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but know. I mean, you could still recreate that in. In either the same way, I guess. With, they haven't yet, um, but, they, but you could. I don't think it's... At some point. Yeah, I mean, since the, the technically the universe has figured it out already with brains, I don't think it's it would be impossible for it to do it in other ways. So let me ask you this. If you built an artificial brain that could mimic anything, like like could mimic like a, like a person exactly, like a developed mm-hmm. human brain, and you either gave it a consciousness or downloaded a consciousness... Like, would you, would you like invent a new person? Like what, what is it? That's yeah, what I'm I think saying. So. Like under I, what parameters well, I, is and, this? Well, part like of a, consciousness is interacting through your body. So like if you were just a so you're disembodied a thing. Yeah. If you're just, so uh, you're, you're a materialist. No, I wouldn't say that. I think if we, yeah, well, me and you have talked about that off. off we have, but, but I, like, no, I, I, don't I, I guess. So then how do you differentiate if you're not a materialist? <sighs> why, why are you putting so much emphasis I guess, like, on the brain. Like, I see the brain, I guess, as being, like, vital to maybe being, like, like a chakra center, you know? Like, some kind of, like, energy, toroidal. Like, I, I have no fucking idea. I'm like, retarded I, as I hell. I guess the but. way I look at it is I feel like a, a cyborg is a easier possibility. Basically, a robot with a human brain interface. I feel like that is an easier yeah. possibility than, like, a... Well, we pretty much already have that. I mean, we have phones that are we're close, you know. But I'm talking about like taking a human brain and putting it in a robot body, and it becoming like a functioning conscious thing, more so versus like the idea of an AI becoming something. a mech suit with a person's with brain. a brain in it. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that's a more achievable thing than like making just an a AI machine that can conscious. Just, yeah, than yeah. like making a machine consciousness almost. Because mm-hmm. like, you can you can give it a very close semblance of that, but they haven't quite figured out how to get it to like us. You know, there's. Uh, I don't think consciousness is too special. I think it just comes yeah. from uh, general like needing a, to solve generalized like a set problems. of evolutionary standards that put you to that point. I guess. Um, which is, I, yeah, I think I'm. 
I mean, maybe, yeah. But I think just trying to solve generalized problems makes you have uh, general information information processing. Right, right. right. Um, but I guess but I, yeah, I don't think it's anything special for like I say, if like there's aliens, it's or other animals. I mean, I mean, um, our human brains, I don't think, are anything special that couldn't be made in other types of meat or other types of yeah, because any other, other elements have I guess. brains. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I just. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to square that circle. The trouble comes in with like the idea of like inspiration and creativity and like free well, action and that kind of stuff. Like, well, I, is I don't that think an you, evolutionary I don't think you function? Can, like, create that. I don't think you. I don't, or at least they don't know how to make that in a lab yet. Make something that does that in a lab yet. Like, I don't think so. You know, they haven't like figured that one out. Like, well, you, I, don't, you, I mean, it depends like, on how robots. We define that, like a lot of these things have been made that like they like posit these robots as like oh these are or these AIs like they're all set with parameters there's nothing that's true like it has to be something that's truly free i think to be close to us you know uh well sense. i don't think we're like, free truly free i mean no and, but uh, i mean free to think you know it's like they're, they're are all you on, a determinist then they're all on rails you know like most of these ais are on rails. Uh, i don't think so i mean i i don't think i'm a determinist but i understand i think i also, I, think I'm I think i was for a bit but i don't know i, I mean i wouldn't claim to be a determinist now I also think I'm like trying to articulate something I don't quite understand. You know, <laughs> no, and, like, no, that's you're my right. problem. Like, like, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, but it's like well, I'm, so I'm feeling in the, the dark thing, here. Is that this so. is this is what's happening? Is that all the AIs that we know right now are on rails? Yeah, and the goal is to to find the thing that can create and is truly free, like the Sophia thing. I just think that piece is like missing. It's always missing. And I, I, I agree like with that. It's almost impossible to find. I agree with that. I don't think that like true, like consciousness, like the way that humans experience it um, is even the same as like, you know, cats experience it. Like it's, it's just, it's a different quality. Like, well, yeah. you look at, like okay, human, so, human consciousness is unique to humans, I think. Exactly. So when you look at like, vibrations like and you're looking at like you know a guitar note okay like the 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 notes humans make on the guitar is different than the note that a cat makes and that's why we express ourselves differently because we're an amalgamation of these yeah, mathematical yeah. expressions right mm -hmm. that's the way that sure. i see it sure. so the idea that our consciousness is somehow ineffectual our consciousness is somehow a byproduct of just a bunch of atoms fucking smashing around and i happen to have anxiety in adhd for nothing yeah, yeah. sounds so retarded to me <laughs> you know like i'm sorry yeah, like I'm maybe that's angry. just me but like the idea that like our consciousness is just yeah. just like a byproduct of all that like i don't know i have a really hard time squaring that circle which is why like i wouldn't say it's, it's a byproduct well it's x files i choose to believe but like I, I certainly feel that like the quality of human consciousness is is not something that can ever be replicated or created or via like a machine. Some, you can't put stuff in a jar and that's shake just it my, around. That's just my opinion. Like, so yeah. I don't think it's necessarily just a byproduct, but it, you can see how there, over time, there could be an evolutionary advantage to yes. figure out uh, or solve problems or uh, think of models that would help you solve future problems. Um. Yeah, so I don't think um, it was random at all. I mean, it was just what what worked over time. Because, um, I mean, you can look at, like, a coral. Coral are some of the oldest species that exist on Earth. 
and they have no brain. They have no stomach. They have no eyes. They have no mouth, but they're alive. So like, what's their consciousness like? It's nothing like a human's. Its quality isn't the same. It's not the same note on a piano. Its expression is different. And yeah, so you don't no, matter, no matter what your view is, whether it's a biological materialist view or some kind of like simulation projected view, the, the, the quality just isn't the same. And so I think there's like something that like you have to account for. That like no one, no one can, no one's been able to account for in an AI, yeah, and they haven't well, so, been able to. Yet. They yeah, been able so to create it. Uh, in the Turing test, they've made AIs that can beat a Turing test. That doesn't mean it's like they invented it's a like human. a soul, oh, yeah, a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the litmus test well, for what a soul is, I guess. We only how we know something's happening in our own brain is that our part of our brain is tasking is being tasked to figure out what the rest of our brain is doing. Um. So to even understand, I mean, yeah, we don't understand our brain. I mean, no, we know more about machines and maybe not. I mean, about AI, but uh, yeah, I just don't think there's anything. If if we continue to progress, I mean, over a thousand years, I mean, you know, I don't think there'll be too many limits of what can be done. Do you think we'll make it a thousand years? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, at our current, um, just planet planet destruction. Um, I mean, we've m- maybe with uh, environmental things, but um, I don't. I don't think. Do you think that's human caused, or do you think there's going to be natural disasters, like true I think it's natural both. disasters? I think it's both. Um, I mean, we. I don't think the human race will die out, but I think we'll we w- we wouldn't make it as just progressing our population for a thousand years. I think we'd we'd have definitely big dips where we die out or and hopefully come back or oh sure, and that's actually been like shown throughout you know time immemorial that like there have been like almost like gr- like huge culls of yeah. people you know there's been like ice ages there's been like all kinds of in humanity, you know, has been been through a lot. You know, whether you take like the star seed idea, whether we've been like placed here, whether like Prometheus came, you know, like there's there's all kinds of ideas. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's even just food shortage. I mean, there's, we we could have yeah. uh, we could have a population decline pretty fast with disruptions yeah. to our food or Seven disruptions days. to but that's the thing is so we have we have cycles of this that happen yeah. all the time and even if you look at sacred geometry we have resets happen almost like on like a like like clockwork when you look at sacred numbers and uh, there's Polar no left. shifts no yeah. but <clears throat> i don't know it, it I, I incline to agree like i think we as humans are getting a little too big for our britches getting a little mm-hmm. too greedy I don't know if uh, space colonies are going to be a thing. There's a lot of underground tunnels. There There's is. a lot of underground there shit. Is. I, I hope know. we. I really wish I could see underground and ocean and even under underwater cities before yeah, we be had sick. Mars uh, cities. Well, it, All right, I mean, at the same time, I'd be fine. Well, I just that's wa- why it, it begs but, the I question mean, of like why they aren't trying to do those kinds of things. Because I feel like oh, they perfect. are, but it's for the elite. Yeah, I was just. Saying, I, I see like on Reddit. I, see, I was. I thought about the ocean one. I I wondered if the ocean one was more just like it could disrupt like international 
treaties or whatever thing, while Mars yeah. is more just well, international we're so law, far away. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, a lot what of oceans. Terramar was doing. Yeah, a lot of oceans. Once you get outside of a certain point, it's kind of whoever it doesn't yeah. really matter. There's no allegiance. So I don't know. Let's say you'd have some kind of Doctor Evil rich guy base out there or something. You know, middle yeah. of the water, middle of the Pacific. But uh, I'm hoping there's really some like island nations that get into kind of artificial floating cities type of things or even underwater cities island what? nations you want avatar to be a thing you want <laughs> avatar i haven't, way seen, water. Water. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen the second one yet no oh, okay either. well but you want that basically <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know i haven't seen it <laughs> <laughs> well so <clears throat> i'm still i'm still trying to figure out though like what it is about and I will drop it after this, but I'm, I just wonder if you have any last words on like what it is you think about the machine that can create like or at least replicate a human consciousness. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll, I think I'll, I meant to point out the points where I agree with you on where like being inside a meat flesh body could be something so unique that even if we replicate everything to the to the T that being in a machine body would be so different that it's not replicating it. And there's interaction um, with the gut biome. We know about yeah, yeah. that and there's interplay and yeah. Um, so, and even just like that, I have nerves that that could be different than sensors and that, that interaction and that just reality could be so different that it, it's Can not a machine a have feelings. I knew that one uh, robot said it wanted to kill Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means, I guess. I mean, I think they could. I don't... Um, so when you get a feeling... That if you, if you have a motivation... Yeah. Let me ask you something. When you f- get a feeling of, like, shame, you, like, feel that rush in your chest. Or, like, when you yeah. feel, you know, your first love, you felt butterflies in your stomach. Like, that's a feeling, right? That's like that's like something well, like so cognitively, like yeah, you, you're thinking it through and like on, on like logically on the surface level, I'm computing beat bop. This that's our makes brain helping good. us when you feel that in your chest. Like that's our brain helping us understand and map that feeling, I guess, or uh, be able to like yeah, sure. Like, so and I think physical, a, physical I mean yeah, any a robot could do that, but it's but uh, it, just it doesn't have a chest to, do to feel that. It doesn't have the the peptides flowing through the veins and it doesn't yeah. have the fucking the motherfucking proteins. It could. Moving I mean that's through the the gut biome and the if they could a bunch of artificial it's... stuff like if we're talking like it would have to be like an android like uh like the ones in Alien. It would be like that kind of android. That would creep all, me out so yeah, much. Yeah, where it's all just like <laughs> Milky white fluids running through it that are replicating the same things that our blood and body and hormones and whatever else does. Oh, I hate it. It would require such a severe level of complexity that, like, it might as well just be another human at that point. Right. Yeah. Like, and and just tech hasn't gotten there yet. Uh, Maybe it will. The Westworld robots and were that. Yeah, exactly. Like, just things haven't quite gotten there yet, and and I don't know if they ever will. Like, I think I think just the the sheer complexity, like the. The human body can be considered simple, but also complex with the mind and all that stuff. And I just think that's, I feel like it's going to be a really hard thing to artificially replicate. Yeah, especially, I don't think it can be considered with, simple at all. So what about this? Our reality. What if we just, yeah. 
so we're just a collection of cells. So if, if we think as about as far as we know, okay, that's yeah, what I mean, that's what mainstream science tells us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're also bacteria and stuff too. But uh, but that that's just literally what textbooks tell us is that your cells. That's just the ex- that's the expression. That's what a lot of guys of rationalized can, it out too. But that's, that's the what expression our, yeah. of what we can interface with and understand. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that is the base reality of like yeah, what yeah. we're actually experiencing. Yeah. Is that's just the expression of what we're interfacing with. But what we call ourself is a function of cells, a group of cells. It's not we don't call say if we have a tumor or if we have something in our body like a sickness or you know bacteria, we don't call it our, that ourselves. So it's just a part of ourselves and some of ourselves that we But I feel like call that's what, that's just us. kind of like a that's just like a frame of reference. Like I would very much view like if I had a tumor, it's like mm. yeah, like that's literally you it's a part of you you want it removed you can excise it well that's what about other like viruses or other things that come into your body that are not you i mean it's a different organism you're encountering um true okay there are things that that make sense yeah i mean our body is made up of tons of those things that are um even like your gut but what we yeah what we have control over we can we can Call us. I mean, if I can yeah. control well, I my. Think what we call us is like our likes and our dislikes. I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like what we say is you is like, oh, I'm such and such. I like doing this. Your this is what I do for a work. Yeah. So no, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I just, I, I for some reason, I. I am stuck on this aunt mask. He's stuck shit. on like the holographic universe. But he got me, and you know what? And that's I, I kind of wanted to talk about it too because, you know, we we last time we left this off, we kind of got into like a two hour long discussion on ontological mathematics. Yeah, and I think one of the things we couldn't agree on is whether or not mathematics exists outside of consciousness. Mm. So, because when you when you think about Aunt Math, right, it, it is a perfect little system as long as, you know, just like everything else. It's like you have to assume a few things. And the big thing about Aunt Math is that you have to assume that math is a baseline part of the universe and it exists outside of consciousness. Mm-hmm. It, is, it, it is consciousness. It makes consciousness, Right. It has to be like a foundational thing. So I think that was our big disagreement. Was uh, yeah. Um, I think I'm undecided. I mean, I think I lean towards it uh, not being, but I don't. Like I said I, before coming on, I don't have any like strong opinions. Uh, but I lean towards it <laughs> more towards the consciousness as- aspect of it than universal aspect of it. I guess, but I, I. I I mean, I I do debate it quite a lot. I just uh, so what do you what do you think? What do you think we're living on? We live on a round Earth floating in a you know we're rock floating through space. No, I mean like what's, no. What, yeah, what's we talk your, about this like what we see and what is is just whatever is interpreted through our brain and what's ever useful through evolution to be interpreted through our brain. I mean, that's I guess that's one view of looking at it, but sure. Um, so what? Yeah, what we see is not the real world. I mean, there's no color, defined color way, in the real world. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just values interpreted. Yeah, we. I mean, we see colors and, but they're expressions of frequencies. Like we yeah. literally describe 
every color is having a frequency and they have numbers down to the numbers. But so that's like, that's how we interpret it through oscillators in our brain. That's I mean when when things have os when things have octaves and stuff, that doesn't mean that's the true way of viewing it. That's just how we view it through an oscillator in our brain interpreting when, it that way. But it's when we also see that like uh, it's the double slit experiment. I know mm -hmm. I talk about it a lot, but uh, it shows that waves are foundational to particles. Wave-particle duality. They're the same thing. Quantum. In quantum, they're the same thing. Like, because of observer effect. Mm -hmm. So, when we observe it, we see it as a particle. But when it's we don't observe it, it's, it expresses itself as a wave. So, it shows us that the universe is frequency. Right? And so, that's why, like... Yeah, the brain interprets the frequency of this color as when I see blue, that's the blue that I see at that frequency. And then there's a lighter blue that's a different numerical value that my brain interprets as that blue, but it's 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 an expression uh, of it's an expression of that fundamental I don't think it's a wave. fixed I don't think it's a fixed number. It's a relationship between all the colors you've seen. Um so it's not like wavelength well, this no, like is... on a computer like you can you can you can produce color by like mathematically yeah yeah producing the wavelength from the screen like it's like a thing yeah but that's that's gives the point of like do we see the same red um you can yeah you can make mathematically the range of light um yeah but the red on the screen and the red on that soda can are going to be the same thing yeah, I mean, you can so numerically things. it's the same. It's just your brain interprets that numerical uh, well, value differently. No, because I think even computers play a trick on your eyes where they m mash different Some colors of them do. Yeah, right. together, and it yes. tricks your brain into thinking it's different. Even like pixel comp composition is like a um, combination so we, of like. So RGBs. that's even just a way a know of weighing that our a know a way a of way knowing of no. <laughs> our brain is flawed <laughs> uh, in trying to see things that we use tricks to. <laughs> trick our brain into seeing red when it's it's not even showing red it's showing two different pixels of green and something else i don't know but, um yeah no i i definitely see what you're saying i just think uh the aunt math thing is is a very elegant like you know it puts a bow on everything and for me, being like the autist that I am, like I love yeah. having the answer. That you was know? So, that was one of the things I thought about with uh, mention of simulation theory of like it's a hope of. I think it's a hope of like wanting to know the answer. Like it, it made me think about like. Yeah, I want to know the answer so badly that I, and like we mentioned, like all these different uh, theories of consciousness that I want to know the answer so badly that sometimes I'm okay with sticking on one or okay with yeah, like believing one over the other or something yeah yeah Cause it like, i mean because it fits like your definition of it or something i guess yeah i mean i mean i don't, I don't think that's a bad thing i mean we all no, I, I uh -huh. mean that's i think that's like just human human existence is trying to find the answers and sometimes i mean people come to different conclusions People cling to Christianity. People yeah. cling to Judaism. Yeah, it's a, people, people come to different to... conclusions. And like never no no one's ever all gonna come to the same fucking conclusion. When I also look at it as people come to conclusions usually for good reasons. Like if I if I told you this is the way to get to my my place and you followed that path and you got to my place, then you would know that that's a true way to get to my place. And you would have no other reason to think that's not true. Because it got you 
to my place. Even if there was like a different route, Th- to get there's, there. there could be a different route yeah, uh, like to get to my place. To get there. But yeah. you, the only information you have is this is the way to get to my place, and it's true. So uh, I think that happens quite a lot in just the regular day to day things where we just go along with thinking things are true, uh, even though there's like maybe a million ways to get there. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's even comforting for us to go the same way, even if we find new ways. Or, um, and it's, I find myself falling into that. But, uh, and I don't mean to critique like not, you know, you know, staying, you know, believing one ideology or not ideology, but believing one philosophy or uh, belief frame. Or I don't well, know no, and you and you help me a lot too, because like you and I are, I think all three of us on the same page here are like uh, on the same page about being like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's usually just that's like, the motto. <laughs> just saying, whether I, can, it, I can make a lot of stabs at it, but uh, yeah, yeah whether it comes to the sure. universe, politics. Well, that's anything, what I read I a lot of philosophy. Know. I always read them and went, "Wow, they make really good points. They sound correct." And then I'd read the next like other philosophers and you know other different points, and they all sounded correct, and I couldn't really debate them or see anything wrong with them. But like, you can only take a grain of salt and you know understand that's coming from their worldview and coming yeah. from. You know, take what you can, but uh, yeah, I think it'll always be a quest for looking. I don't, I don't think I'll find the answer, but I'd hope that won't stop me from seeking. finding the answer. Yeah, or, seeking, finding. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, and that's the nice absurdist approach. Is like, hey, you know what? I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I can at least just like enjoy the ride and try to love my friends and my family and have a few laughs along the way. So that's what like yeah one of the things with alien like that would if there's something in our life that you know government or anyone anyone's keeping secret from us that could fundamentally like fundamentally change our way of reality yeah change our way of believing and even just help us understand of anything about what's going on in a little bit in the universe you know uh, like i'd really want to know that and that's what like one of the memes have been like i'm too i was born too late to explore the earth but too early to explore the universe yeah like if we yeah if we can just there's a lot of questions i think that would be really nice to answer in in my lifetime if i could but oh my goodness i just got stoned yawned Mm. (laughs) no well i didn't mean to derail that (laughs) it is what it is uh land the plane Think we're about there, yeah, Mr. Mushroom Man. Thank you for being here. I did want to shout out, shout out to the Bohemian Grove fellows. Oh my gosh! At the end, been and talking you know to you guys a lot. You good people. Thank you. Hey, I hit it at the end. Whatever. We-